0: authentic life radio episode number 17
1: entertaining educational and encouraging content that makes a difference this is gspn.tv join the community
2: Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah Rader. I am so uncomfortable in this chair.
0: Well, you better get comfortable because you're going to be here for a little bit. I know. At least I hope. You're not going to plan on walking out, are you? I would not walk out on you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I would not. So you better get comfortable. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And we hope everybody that's listening will get comfortable as well, right?
2: Absolutely. Very good. Whether you're in your car or... At your desk,
0: or on a treadmill, elliptical.
2: I know, right?
0: Try to get as comfy as possible, or maybe you're in a chair drinking a cup of tea, like we're in a chair drinking a cup of tea. Although my tea is pretty much gone, you still have a full cup. Well, how does that happen? Because I drink really really fast.
2: I think you drink really fast. I do, and um, I set mine down on the desk, and then Cliff sat here for a few more, you know, seconds longer, and yeah, mine's completely. Done and you still have a full cup well you want me to share I can pour some in there
0: no but I'm but those of you that are listening maybe you have a cup of tea I'm very happy for you now that mine's gone. Sarah
2: finishers yes <laughs> we'll have to start making you two cups of tea one to drink on the way down and one to have and then sp- we will
0: have to pause so I can go to the restroom True. probably not a good idea all okay. right
2: all right so anyway how are you today
0: I'm well how are you I'm well I'm so glad yeah you know something that I just noticed and this is very very random What's that? Your lights say Cowboy Studio. And that gave me vision. I know, right? And that gave me a vision of hats and and stallions and yes. um tumbleweed and all kinds of stuff and we live nowhere near anything that looks or resembles a cowboy. No. And and so I just thought that was so funny and I just had never noticed your lights say Cowboy Studio and I don't know how many times I've been in here. <laughs> And I just thought, how much fun would it
2: be? And nearly tripped over them, right? Yeah, I have. And I just kind of made me want to be out west. That's all. That's I all. do want to be out west, mainly right now because it's warmer out there.
0: Yeah. And so there's Sarah's random thought for the day. Just wanted, yes. to, just well, wanted
2: to put that out. Sarah. Southwest. I would not want to go northwest where... I'm actually going next week. <laughs> you are. So you can say you don't want to go there but God is sending you there, is that correct? Is. All well right. actually I do want to go there. So that that's um yeah, I leave next Thursday, which I'm sure we'll talk about next week also. But you can um, go ahead and talk about it right now. For um for Colorado, I'm going to the captivating retreats there and I have shared about that before and um I'm really I think right now I'm just really kind of like trying not to think about it. The only time I think about it is when I mark off a day on my countdown calendar. Why do you not want
0: to talk or think
2: about it? Um it has nothing to do with me actually going to the conference. It is the making the list for Cliff of where the kids need to be and when and um really really struggling with myself um in in letting go because I have I have full faith that my husband will feed clothe and probably clean our children for those five days while I'm gone. But he won't do it the way I do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that is true. And let me and let me just give you a thought on
2: that. He's not supposed to. He's a dad. Exactly. He's not supposed to. Uh And and here's the other thing that I've said this on many occasions is that if anything like serious ever happened to our children, it would be on my watch. Because I do it every day. Mm. I'm more. Um, I, I'd i say maybe less attentive. Um, you know, if my kids ever drowned, it's going to be when I take them to the pool, not when Cliff takes them to the pool.
0: You be- said. Go ahead. You say you're you say you're less attentive. And I think I am, too. It's probably because we do it all the time and mm-hmm. we just take things for granted.
2: Right. It, it, it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of
0: we get used to it.
2: Being a mom is kind of like riding a bike. <laughs> you just get on and go through the motions. Sometimes. A lot of the times, you know, mm-hmm. and and so and so I'm not speaking negatively of I my know. husband. I know that he's going to do a fantastic job. They're going to be at school on time and they're going to have food. It's just going to be dad doing it.
0: And it's going to be different.
2: And it's going to be different. And mm-hmm. I'm OK with that.
0: Hopefully your kids will be OK with that. Right. Uh-huh. And
2: and so that is uh-huh. that is why I'm kind of like not really thinking about. Well, and,
0: and the other thing is it becomes a little bit stressful, not a little bit. It becomes very stressful because not only are you getting yourself ready, you're getting yourself packed, mm-hmm. you're getting everybody ready. Right. Although they're not leaving, you're getting them all ready and prepared for you to leave. And it's not just Packing, but you know, you have to make sure they have all the food, food they need. Yeah. Make sure the clothes are where they need to be, make sure that there's the stuff laid out. And right. I understand that because when we go on a trip and bless his heart. I love my husband. Bless him. Just bless him. I mean that. In all honesty, bless his heart.
2: I know what she's really saying in bless his heart, <laughs> Bless his heart. Bless him. Isn't that precious? It's just precious. <laughs> precious. Bless
0: his heart. You know, um, he, and he does try, here's Mm -hmm. the thing he tries. Right. And this is what I love about my husband. He, he tries, um, and here, and I guess, and it is part of the woman thing. You got to let some things go. Exactly. But he doesn't pack things and he doesn't think to pack things. He just doesn't know. So he takes care of himself because most of the time he knows what to pack for himself. Although there are a lot of times he's like, should I pack this? Should I pack this? What does this go with this? And, and then I'm like, do you have this now? Well, I'll tell a little bit of a story on myself here in just a second, but okay. Yeah. So, cause I, cause I don't want to just throw Andy under the bus and and not <laughs> make sure I don't throw myself under the bus as well. But I end up packing for myself. I help Andy with his stuff. I then pack for both the kids. I make sure that the cats are taken care of and, you know, did you call for the babysitter? I say babysitter, for the dogs. Did right. you, you know, all of these things, are all these things in order so that we can go and we can leave? I am so ready for a vacation from getting ready for the vacation once we leave because I've tried to be prepared. And it's right. very taxing on my mind. It is, it is. And then when we get back, I'm I'm so worn out from trying to be organized during the vacation, but then I've got to take care of all the laundry and try to get us all back into to a routine. Mm-hmm. It's like, was it even worse going, going on the on vacation? On the right. So I totally get it. And it's like what I love about my husband, because I don't want to generalize because it could, he is able to be in the moment mm-hmm. and able to enjoy things so much more than I am because I'm thinking about the next moment or what needs to be done or how's that going to be taken care of? And he's teaching me how to do that, and I love that. I love that about him, and I, and I really do. He's, I really do appreciate that. And there's times I wish he could think a little bit more and help me with some of those details. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to change that because he's able to be in the moment, right? Um, so. Andy and I went away for the weekend you and then did. I want, I want to go back to your Colorado okay. trip because I really yeah. would do, but I, cause I just said, I wanted to tell on myself. Right. I completely. So Andy and I went away for the weekend. Mm-hmm. I want to say that we go away every year or we try to go away every year. Did you rejuvenate ourselves? Um, rejuvenate, just have a good time on um, with our marriage and just not think about anything. Last year we went away to a place in Ohio called Hawking Hills. It's just in the middle of nowhere. Like we had, we got a cabin, and we weren't even able to get cell phone reception. Now, for me, that's just no big deal, right? For some people, that might be a big deal. There was a phone there if anybody had it. Our kids had an emergency, but we had so no computers. Although I still don't have my own computer at home, so it, didn't, it doesn't <laughs> change anything. didn't miss that, right? No, no cell phone. Uh, we did have uh, TV, so we were able to watch movies and some football which Andy and I love. And, um, we just had a great time, but I forgot my toothbrush.
2: Nice. Isn't
0: that great? <laughs> that's
2: fantastic.
0: I mean, I just completely forgot my toothbrush. I'm like, Oh, that's really romantic. Sarah really, really romantic.
2: <laughs> Did they have one? Oh Did no. You use Andy.
0: I had to use my husband. Lovely. God bless him. And I really mean God bless him. Yeah. And I was like, that's really gross. And he's like, no, it's not Sarah. And I was like, yeah, it really, really is. And I don't need to get any feedback about how Yeah, we know that that's not hygienic, but we've been married almost 15 years and I needed a toothbrush. <laughs> we were in the middle of nowhere. Right. And there was nothing else. So my husband, so I shouldn't throw him under the bus. He packed a toothbrush and I didn't. Right. And I'm just letting you all know that he thought he ahead he and did. I did not. Right. Of course, I was trying to pack everybody else and I, my kids had toothbrushes b-
2: for where they were going where they yeah. were going but i did not
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it <laughs> um yeah so yeah just not really the smartest thing
2: but you know that's okay but it happens and it is okay it yeah. is okay yeah
0: so it was fun though we had a great time
2: so i'll tell you One. um i'm glad you had a great time go yeah. ahead tell me the, about it no tell no, no. there really
0: isn't anything else you to just say.
2: watched movies and football
0: yeah and like, we and they had a there was a hot tub it's in the middle of the woods. It was just awesome, so much fun, good, just so much fun and we we just enjoy that time because we have the best times just talking and um I love that you and I have the relationship that you and I have because um you you are able to complete me in a girl kind of way, right, but my husband has been my best friend for since I've been 18 and he still is. Um, and that is, I think is the foundation of any good marriage. Absolutely. And, um, and he, we just have the best time together. We can play games. We can make fun of each other. And he is just, he's just, I just love him to pieces. So anyways, we had a really, really good time. Good. Yeah.
2: Good. I'm glad, um, Cliff and I are getting away. um, I
0: know you are. And I'm so excited after.
2: So I, I come home from Colorado on a Monday and then I fly out again on Friday to Orlando Uh and um, I'm happy to be going somewhere warmer.
0: (laughs) I know you get the two extremes, girl. I'm I'm so excited for you.
2: Yeah, um, I'm going like first I need to buy like different boots to go to Colorado and then I'm pulling out the flip-flops to go to Florida. I
0: so wish that I we had the same size of shoe.
2: I know. I, I have well, tiny you know little I mean. feet. Yes, you're, sh-
0: you're very cute.
2: One well, thing. Okay,
0: I'll just go back to Colorado real yes. quick. Um so you're going there and you said that you don't want to think about it. Is it just the is it just it's leaving
2: just, the kids? It is. It is just um or it, it's not it's it's leaving my family. Uh, it, uh, it is. Just the kids, and, um yeah. it's something that I don't do nearly enough in extended periods uh, you know i mean i leave them to go to kroger for 15 minutes right. sometimes i can get a starbucks and drag it out for like 30 <laughs> i'll be back in a little bit you yeah. know um obviously they you know they go to school all day and i do my work mm-hmm. or whatever i'm doing and but it is that it, it is that um that letting go mm-hmm. and in trusting that they are going to be able to function without me and I kind of want them to, and I kind of want them not to. Isn't that funny? Isn't isn't that
0: something? Yes, I get that, and at the same time, all of us want to know that we're needed
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that we play a significant role. But here's the awesome thing: that you and I, especially as moms that get to stay home all the time, we know that we're doing a good job, a great job. And you know, and here I know and. You are doing a phenomenal job. Thank you. When you're going to leave this weekend or next weekend and you are going to, God's going to do an amazing work in your life and your husband and your kids are going to have a great time together. They are going to be just fine. God, first of all, God's going to take care of them and then they're going to have a great time and you have done a phenomenal job preparing. First of all, your kids and loving on cliff that you can relax and go and know that it's fine. And that is what I know to be true.
2: And that's what I'm working on.
0: Yes. I just want to, I just want to encourage you in that because Thank you. you have done a phenomenal job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I just yeah. want you to know that.
2: Well, one, one of the things that, I mean, there, there's, I already shared, I mean, not to, mm-hmm. but the getting them where they need to be and on time and on. And here's one thing. Okay. So I will on Friday and on Monday, Cliff has to get them to school. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Our school system has an all call. So if there's like an hour delay or a snow day, um, they can record a message and send it to the entire school at one time, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I'm like, what if they have a snow day and Cliff doesn't know? (laughs) But here's the thing. Cliff grew up at the same time, well, sort of. He's he's older than I am. But we grew up in the same, you know, you wake up and you watch the news. Right. Like, oh, the yeah. news will still have it on, Stephanie. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have, you know, a phone signal and um, it, it's okay. They, they will survive. If there's snow on the ground, surely they know to wake up and watch the news, right?
0: I'm sure that your kids will wake up to watch the news because they don't want to go to school <laughs> exactly. either. Yeah. They'll have it they'll have it under control. <laughs> like that's just a natural figure it out. That's a natural thing. My kids, anytime there's like even the a thing of, I mean just a flake of snow, they're like, "Is school canceled? Is school canceled?" Mm-hmm. They're like, "Ready to for school to be canceled." I know. I was talking to uh, Karen from Boston. Yes. She was telling me that they had some snow and I was like, "Well, you know, how much snow? Oh, she said about six to eight inches. I was like, and they didn't cancel. I mean, that's just no big deal of like, and I'm like, and like one to two inches is here and they're going to cancel school. I was like, well, how much does it take to cancel school? Oh, at least 12 inches. I was like a foot of snow. And that's what it takes to cancel school up there. I'm like, my goodness, just the difference. A foot of snow would
2: keep us trapped for a week. At least, you know, at least, which is one thing. Like when I get back from Florida, I want a snow day. I do. (laughs) Like don't don't do it. Well, maybe even in between my Colorado and my Florida mm-hmm. trip, um, just to have some downtime to be with my. Ki- I'm going to miss two weekends in a row with my kids. That's a lot. And um, and so I'm like, I, I want that snow day. Mm-hmm. And here it is, almost the end of January, and we haven't had one yet.
0: Right. I think when I was at school volunteering this past uh, past Tuesday, was that just yesterday? Yesterday, and, right? I know. Sorry. <laughs> Yesterday, um, one of the teachers was telling me that by this time last year, we had had 10 snow days. I know. Can and you believe yeah, that? That's crazy. And so we haven't had one. And I really depend on snow days to have a vacation they have day. have downtime. I mean, because Absolutely. when we have snow days here, um, it's like everything stops. Not just, not just school, not just but school. like after school things. I mean, like Luke's um, sports stuff stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything at school, I mean, in the evening will stop. I mean, so everything just... S- slows down. Yes. We're able to fan um, our pajamas. Yeah, and and we we end up like making hot chocolate and playing games and uh, just enjoying hanging out. And I love that. I just I, I love a snow day, but right now it looks like. If there
2: are no snow days, and I had no idea because we're getting out of school like before Memorial Day, May eighteenth. I know. Can May you believe that?
0: Eighteenth. Well, that's what the other. That's what this teacher told me as well. She's like, we get out of school on May eighteenth. I was like, what? I had we not, make it. I had not looked at our schedule because last year I had put it on my calendar, <laughs> and I was just like. I'm not even looking. Right this year. Right. At this, so when she told me that, I about fell out of my chair. I really did, not I had scissors in my hand. I could have cut my eyeball out. <laughs> <laughs> it would have not been pretty. You'll uh, shoot your eye out. I'm sorry. it's yeah, <laughs> exactly right. I was like, oh my goodness. So May 18th. May 18th. That, that was, would be incredible. I mean, that would truly be incredible. It would be it incredible. Would be. It would be incredible. And at the same time, I I still. Well, like I mean, the do, I mean,
2: we're still we still have those. Those few days that are allotted by the state, don't we? So, like, even if we have one or two,
0: yeah, it, you, it shouldn't
2: change our. That's what I said. That's what I think. But you know, but I don't, I don't know. know. It changes all the time. I can't keep up anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When I was in school, we got like five to seven free days that when the we state were gave us school, for Stephanie, so, We walked to school uphill, uphill both, both ways, ways barefoot, right? Mm-hmm
0: in a foot and a half of snow I know we did now
2: here's the thing that I'd like to tell um like my parents and my grandparents when they repeat those stories is that you grew up in the same area that I'm growing up in and I've only seen a foot of snow like twice in my life I know
0: I know like where, where where did this foot of snow come from? I
2: grew up where you grew up and it was not uphill both ways. <laughs> oh. But it is. Now, I do like to tell our kids, um, the house that we lived in before we moved here had um, the driveway was a quarter of a mile long and it was uphill both ways. And there was one time where I had to take and we got snowed in a lot because... Um, it was a gravel driveway, and so any amount of snow and um, would get packed down, and it would be very and you couldn't get out. So what we started doing was parking at the top of the driveway, and then we'd have to walk to the car. Well, Megan and Matthew are twenty-two months apart. Okay, so we're trapped at the house for we've been there for probably five or six days. And one of them was starting to, I think it was Matthew, because he had a lot of breathing problems when he was little. And so I had to get him to, I had to get one of them to the doctor. And I literally had to carry both of these kids uphill both ways <laughs> in the snow. Yes, you did. And so that that's a fun story. But that was, I only did it one time. I'm not oh, going to milk okay. it. I only did it one time. And well, there you have it. It was enough i never. Yeah. I'm like, we got to get away from this driveway. We got to get out of here. And you did. And we did. And then we thought about going back. We're crazy. So, but, um, so I, I am a little nervous, but we're going to make it. And then it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great.
0: I'm really excited about, about your trip and just about everything you learn. And just, just even, even the one part about letting go. Letting go even before you get there, you're learning something. And that's what's incredible. And then just the experience itself. I cannot wait to hear all about it. Um, it's going to be incredible. I can't
2: wait to share all about it. I, I really can't. I think that I'm, um I am, I'm fully expecting it to be incredible.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I am. Yeah. And um, I have been, I have been in my, in my prayer time, just, you know, saying I, I caught myself saying things like, God, I can't wait to meet you in that place. And then I have to stop and say, wait, I want to meet you right here too. <laughs> <laughs> That's very I'm just true. not, I'm not putting you off until Colorado. I'm, I'm not doing that at yeah. all. But, um, but really excited about what is going to, mm-hmm. what is going to take place there. Yeah. What he wants, who he wants me to be, what he wants me to be. But
0: it's yeah. already cool that he's changing you even now.
2: I, exactly. And, and that's, and that's the exciting yeah. part is that I don't have to wait. I just have to be open and responsive. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, can I share something that he's, that God's been showing Absolutely. and revealing to
0: me in the past? Well, it's been a while, but I think that I finally got hit upside the head with it recently. <laughs> I have figured out that I am an introvert. Yes. And I find that fascinating about myself. Um, and I need to get, I would like, I'm a reader. But that, that yes, you are that goes with my introvertness, mm-hmm. if that's even a word. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, but I, I, I um, have a compassion for people, and I'm very friendly. You are those things. But I really like to be to I, to gain my energy and to rejuvenate myself. I have to be alone. Right. And I'm very reflective. And I don't have to be I don't have to I don't have to have conversation going on all the time. Right. And I am much more comfortable to be myself in small in, in a very sm- with small group in a small gathering. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't like big parties or anything like that. Um and I've never known that about myself. I moved around a lot. Well, not a lot, but I moved around quite a, a bit. Yeah. yeah. And I think I had to be outgoing in order to make friends. Um, and so that pushed me out of my shell in order for me because I love I do love people and I have a heart for people, but I don't gain my energy from being around, around people. people. Right. I really gain my energy from reading and, and reflecting, from uh being out in creation, from um just stopping and listening to uh, the spirit um, speaking to me through the word and, um, and through nature and, and all those things. And, and I just, I've always thought that I had to, I had to be this outgoing kind of person in order to (laughs) please people. Right. Imagine that. Imagine. And so I have just figured out recently that I'm an introvert. And guess what? I'm free to be an introvert. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's okay. Andy and I, so this weekend, I was talking about all this because one of the things I've loved about my husband over the past, because again, we met when we were 18 years old. We met when we were children practically. Um, And he met me in some of my most wounded places. Um, And we have grown up together and so he's seen me go through a lot and grow through a lot. And I but, like
2: that. I really like that. What's that? Go through a lot and grow through a lot. Thank you. I like that.
0: All right. I can write that down. if you Write want it me. down. I, Oh, I don't know how you write it down. We're doing the show notes. We I'm are. really trying to do that. <laughs> I'm trying to. So Andy has seen me go through a lot and grow through a lot. And, um, so we were having one of our conversations in the hot tub and Andy and I really do have some really good conversations in the hot tub. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, you're laughing at me. I don't
2: mean (laughs) it. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. You're laughing too.
0: Oh, I'm laughing and you're (laughs) laughing with me. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. I love you. And so, um, and I just, I said, I think I'm an introvert. And he said, I know you're an introvert. (laughs) I was like, really? Why didn't you ever tell me? And that was like, fascinating. And he said, okay, on a scale of one to 10, put your level of what, like, from introvert being one and extrovert being 10, put your number, what you think you are, and I'll have my number two. That's what he said. Okay. So I picked my number at a four, and he picked my number at being a four. It was so funny. That's awesome. And then I, I picked his number, and I picked his as a seven, and he picked his number he picked his at a seven and a half because he knew I was going to pick a seven just to be different. I mean, that's just my husband. <laughs> <laughs> he's so nasty to me. And, um, he is not, I know he's so really, really, he's really good to me. And, um, so anyways, I, it was so funny, but yeah, anyways, he has let me, I'm the kind of person that I'll tell you what, I, or Andy, yeah. I'll tell Andy this is what, it's, this is how it is. And Andy's has let me go through a lot and grow. We're all telling Andy, but I'm learning to keep my mouth shut. is basically how that's a hard one. I know, but I love that. He has let me figure it out on my own mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And he's very gent most of the time, most of the time, very gentle. Not all the time, not all the time. There have been times he's not been as gentle as he's needed to be. Right. Um, yeah. So, but a lot of, most of the time he's very gentle and you're laughing at me because you know that to be true. Don't you? I do. See, this is what I love about stuff. And when we try to be authentic, um, we don't bring everything. No, yeah, we don't. We can't bring everything because y'all think we'd be crazy. We'd be crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that is true. we be crazy. We'd be crazy, but that's okay. I know. Like, yes, it is. And because we don't because we I love that we are sinners. In the sense of I love that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, you didn't let me finish my thought, although Go I ahead. did stop. That we're sinners but but we have the need of
2: Christ. Right.
0: Our marriages do, our families do, and we be crazy, but we have Jesus.
2: <laughs> I love that. That's so true.
0: And and that he covers over everything. So anyways, Um, but I, I don't know where I was going with that, but yes, we'd be crazy. All right, go ahead.
2: (laughs) So I wanted to talk about something. Um, last week we talked about parenting my son.
3: Ooh. Right. And uh he was
2: grounded. Remember I shared the story. He got grounded. Did I share that story? Yes. Okay. Uh, Um, he was grounded from the computer. I said for a week and, um, Uh and then every day. He was asking me, can I have the computer back? Can I have the computer back? Can uh-huh. I have the computer back? Okay. And finally I told him, I said, Matthew, I would love to give you your computer privileges back. I would love to give them back to you. But by you continuing to ask me, you are robbing me of the chance to extend you grace. You're taking that away from me. Right? I cannot, I cannot do that if you continue to ask me. Mm-hmm. And... um." and he anyway so he did end up getting them back um earlier than a week and he already got grounded from it again this time from Cliff because he was asked to get off and he didn't oh and i'm like okay now this time we're going to have to stick to it i mean just on just on principle we're going to have to stay and i don't know how long it is that cliff grounded him from i wasn't here uh-huh. um Mckenna's actually the one who told me that he was grounded. <laughs> I had no idea. And um but I am like, "Dang it. How am I I'm not going to, you know, how am I going to make it through if if every 5 minutes he is Can I get it back now? Can I get it back now? Can I get <laughs> on the computer? And then and so then last night he pulls up this whole I have spelling homework that I can't do. Why can't you do your spelling work, Matt? Because it's on the computer. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's a good thing that the computer is right there in the living room where we can see what you're doing. Uh huh. <laughs> do your homework. Right. And actually, it's not due until tomorrow. So Megan had to use the computer for her homework last night, and he'll have to use it tonight. But I'm just like, why is this machine causing so much trouble in my house?
0: Why is, why is not having a machine causing so much trouble in my house? How many computers do you have? Too many. How many do you have?
2: I think six. Okay.
0: I have zero in my house at this point. And I think it's hilarious. I come to your house, and Megan's like, was that, was that, what day was that? No, it was Monday. It was Monday. Because we came, because mm-hmm. we. I came over here for yep. a purpose. Uh." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I was about to say Why I came over here?
2: <laughs> a purpose? She had, at least she had purpose.
0: Yeah, came over here to hang out. Yep. And um, and Megan said something about a compute, a mm-hmm. computer, do using a computer, and and she was like wanted a certain computer, and, and she was like, but I want that computer, and you're like, there's that computer <laughs> right over there, and I was like, how many computers do you all have? She's cracking me up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I sent a picture. Last Thursday, I did this um, transcribing task for my husband that, let me tell you, people who do that every day, all day, God love them. I really, the lady's voice on the recording was annoying. and So when you transcribe, I mean, because I've never
0: done okay. it. So do you like listen and then pause? And I then, listened
2: and write. That's exactly wow. what I did. I'd listen to a sentence, pause, type, and then... And sometimes I'd have to go back because I remembered it differently than it was actually. Anyway, and
0: that would be hard. It,
2: it took and it took a long. It was a 20 minute. No, it was a 12 minute audio mm-hmm. that took me. If you add up now, I didn't do it all at the same time because I had other things to do throughout the day. But I worked on it as I could all day long. And I think it took me about three and a half hours. Like if you put all the time that I worked on for a 12 minute audio. Wow. <laughs> it was insane. Um, she talked really fast and there were a lot of words in that 12 minutes. But um, so I had to do this on Thursday for Cliff. So I'm sitting in the cat. This is one thing that I love about working at home. On the couch, in my pajamas, covered up with a blanket because, of course, I was freezing. And um, I had two MacBooks. <laughs> one I was playing the audio on and the other one I was typing but wow the words out on and I'm like okay so here's a blessing right here that number one I'm able to work at home and number two <laughs> I have I have two macbooks that are you know I know right and I have zero zero I know and I love that I know it's part of being Amish that, that that's as Amish as Sarah wants to get Well, well, no, remember after the windstorm, you said you didn't want to go without electricity.
0: That is very true. And we, Oh, at our cabin this weekend. Yes. I seriously realized that I don't want to be Amish because we had no heat.
2: Oh no, I couldn't do that. I know.
0: Like it was fascinating. They had built in, it wasn't central heat. It was like these heaters that were around, which is fine. But we, so we walked in, it was cold. And then we had to build a fire, which was really cool. when we knew what we were doing, but, um, I was like, I don't know about this. Luckily, we had an electric stove. It was like not totally. Yeah. But we knew what we were doing. Um, and I I didn't. I, then I thought if I had to build a fire like to cook, I was like, no, not yeah. so much.
2: You know, um, growing up, well, you, my grandma still does. Um, my aunt and uncle may still have one, but um, had Uh, wood wood burning um Mm -hmm. yeah stove in the house and that that's what the i mean you go to nanny's house and it smells of right you know burning wood and um and it's a different kind of heat it's a completely i don't know it just is different it is different but um i don't don't like it (laughs) no I just want to push the button to 72 and I think that I didn't push the, button. I'll just say my thermostat is currently set on 72, but I didn't put it there. I don't know who did. I'm enjoying it, but I don't know who put it on 72 because I had it on 70. Well, but somebody's you can bumped just, it up. You can notches. just enjoy it and, and it'll be good. I'll, I'll enjoy it until, you know, mm-hmm. Duke energy sends me my bill. Well, then I am going to be like, "Oh, we're freezing. We're going back down to sixty-eight. <laughs>
0: You'll freeze. <laughs> it's
2: time to be cold You'll again. Freeze." So, do you want to do some feedback? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let's see. Let's start with um, we have two audio, and then we have um, an email, an email, right? That I probably won't just uh, i I can't find, so I know what it says, so we'll paraphrase. So that's okay. You are yep. But we're going to start with Professor Allen.
1: Maybe. Hey guys, this is Professor Allen calling for A L R. That's what all the hip people are calling Authentic Life Radio. <laughs> uh, listening to Sarah talk about her her health issues brought to mind something I'd like uh, to share with you. About a year ago, I started having just nonstop, unrelenting sinus pressure and other other related issues, including almost a month of dizzy spells. And it did take many months to get a diagnosis. It, found out when you're dealing with head stuff and brain stuff that you know they, they start at the most serious and then then work their way down but uh, so it did take me a while to get a diagnosis and I'm on a slow recovery phase now and I should eventually get back most of my strength and health but I did learn some things amidst all of the trying to count it all joy uh, aspects of this there was a phase when I couldn't drive because of the dizziness and wow does that shrink your life it, like you guys said you know, being sick really does change your, your perspective. Uh, so in that time, my wife drove me around a lot, my daughter did when she was back from college or whatever, but there were times when I didn't have a ride for a doctor's appointment or something else important. And I was hesitant to burden my friends by asking them for help, and my wife set me straight on that and said one of the wiser things I've, I've, I've heard, and that's when we, when we refuse to let others serve us, not only are we lacking humility, obviously, but we're robbing them the chance to serve God by serving us. You know, when we do outreaches, you know, this holiday season or, or, or other times, you know, when we serve others, when we're on that giving side, you know, you ladies know this, you, you feel great. You're really, you know, that's an opportunity to, to connect with the love of Christ through serving. But when I found myself on the receiving end of that equation, being the one who needed help, I hesitated, and in that I was denying brothers and sisters the opportunity to be used through serving. So I appreciate what Sarah said about humility, and my encouragement to anyone in that position uh, of needing help, uh, preaching to myself here as well, is to get over your pride and let people serve you. Let yourself be the instrument through which others can grow closer to the Lord. Anyway, thanks guys. Glad you two are back and better than ever. Keep up the good work.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Professor Allen. Yeah, that was so good. I really like that. Um, asking for help is something that I struggle with. I mean, it, it truly is something that I struggle with and, um, and that is a good way to think about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm really glad that he has gotten a diagnosis. Yes. Just, I want to say that. And I'm very excited that he is getting healthy physically Absolutely. and, and all of that. And I, and and I just think that that is such wise counsel. And I really, really appreciate that. Um, just on update on that. I just actually went to the doctor yes, this morning. Um, yes, and did. I'm going to go see another neurologist um, in March. So hopefully we'll get some more, um, some more uh, information and some further stuff to go on uh, with, with my head. Who knows, but like he said, but like <laughs> professor Allen said, it is crazy when you're dealing with that, with that kind of stuff. It Things is. are just so unknown. And I, um, the one quest that I'm going to go with what he said, because he said a phrase to count it all joy. And that's mm-hmm. obviously that's scripture. And I wish that I could, um. I wish that I knew where it was coming from, but I think, I don't know where he's coming from, but I do know in James, it says, consider um, pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds, um, because, it, because it teaches you perseverance. That's Absolutely. in James 1, 12. Um, and the question, real quick, and the reason I want to go to that is because um, there's an email. Yes. Can you paraphrase that email? Cause we were talking okay, about feedback. We
2: were. Um, so we got someone to bounce
0: off of what professor Allen just said to that email.
2: Perfect. So we got, um, an email from Carol and, uh, well, she sent it to me and I think that this is the best place to talk about it. Um, she didn't specify where, so, um, it was about making, um, new year's resolutions. um, she shared that um, she's part of of this um, weight loss group and the leader asked, um, asked them if they make New Year's resolutions and um, her initial answer was no and then she gave her a different way to look at it and was, um, you know, is there anything that you want to resolve to change about yourself or your circumstances or, you know, and so... As, as she got to thinking about it, she's like, well, you know what, there is. Um, I want to be in more fellowship with other people. Mm-hmm. And so she has decided to start going to a Bible study group one night a week. She said, I don't want to go home and just be a couch potato and just sit on the couch and watch TV and then go to bed and then go to work and do it all again the next day. Um, I want to be in fellowship with people. And so then she asked if, if we make you know resolutions she knows from listening that I choose one word for the year to to focus on for the year, and and so wanted to know if we made New Year's resolutions. Okay, that was-
0: last year I, I and I do the same thing. I don't make resolutions because I have found in the past when I did that I totally just failed at it. Well,
2: I think that we've come to. I have, I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I've come to a place where I'm just like, well, whatever a resolution is something I'm going to break anyway. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And, and so if you're going into it without mindset, clearly you're not going to be successful at it. Well, I think
0: a resolution is kind of like you resolve to do something and it like leaves no room for error. error. in my mm-hmm. mind. It does. I, I struggle with perfectionism. Yep. And so I, I need room for grace Me personally. Yes. And so I had a theme for last year. I I, I use it as a theme. A theme. Okay. And so last year I said, okay, God, what is it in my life that I, that I need? And, and the overwhelming (laughs) theme last year was freedom. You need freedom, freedom, Sarah. And let me tell you, did God set me free in a lot of areas and, and, um, Freedom comes at a cost. Yes, it does. (laughs) And there was a lot of personal cost in that. You guys could, if we went back to, um, I don't remember which episode, but Sarah's a hot mess. Yes.
2: Episode six, I think. Okay.
0: You will see that I think that that was one of my biggest breaking points where I had reached that point where I knew that I was making a choice of I need to be completely free and I'm going to let go of those things that were hindering my growth. Now it wasn't easy, but I wanted to be free because things that were shackling me were hurting me so much more. And I was willing to go through the pain the past several months after Sarah is a hot mess have still been very difficult, but I've been walking in freedom because it's worth it. So this year, okay. I said, okay, God, what is your theme for me this year? Mm-hmm. My theme. And I love that professor. Allen said that consider it all joy. My theme that I asked God for my theme is joy. Awesome. And I want him to teach me to be joyful no matter what my circumstances is, uh, are is sorry about that. That's poor, poor grammar. <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> Thank you. But it's grace and freedom yes, to have poor right. grammar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so whatever my circumstances are, I will be joyful. And I want to be, and I want to learn to laugh and to be happy, um, to just let go in freedom to be who I am authentic, who I authentically am and to be joyful in that. And then whatever my circumstances are, to be joyful. And so that is my, that is my theme for this year. Very good. And um, I am going to, Freely pursue joy. I'm piggybacking off of last year and this year.
2: That's fantastic, though. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. And like I said, I do not um, make resolutions. I know mm-hmm. um, it was that last week. I think it was last week. Um, my friend Wayne Henderson was on Twitter and said something about um, it being I don't remember the day. January 15th we'll just put that wasn't the day but we'll put that in there for reason okay um and or e- even though most people you know decide to go back to the gym on on January 2nd um I missed that day so today is is today good enough or something like that I mean that that's so terribly paraphrased and I responded to him and I said, well, those people who decided to go back on January said most of them aren't going anymore. <laughs> so I think today's a great day, you know, cho- choose today. And I think that is kind of the, the, the mindset that I have about making a resolution. And I totally agree with you. It leaves no room for failure, no room for grace at all. And, um, and by the 10th of January, most people aren't holding to what they had resolved to do in the first place. So I I create I do a word, um or a theme. You could say, and mine for this year is order. I've talked about that a lot, and um, and it's going well. Mm-hmm. I fail a lot, but <laughs> I'm trying. But I love having a theme in my mind
0: because yes. then I, I I have it's kind of like a, it's a journey. It is. It's it's this thing. It's not this. It's not this thing that I have to have right this minute because growth is a process. Mm -hmm. It is not something that we have right now. I mean, who wakes up, who goes to bed on December 31st and then on January 1st, you're, you know, got it all together. You don't, you don't, it's not, that's not, not going to happen because I have learned in my own life that it just, it takes a while to unlearn habits. It it takes a while to unlearn thoughts and to put new thoughts in your mind. Um, One of the things that I have totally learned with myself is that I have a lot of lies trapped in my head, you know? Right. I mean, uh, Proverbs, you know, I've said this over and over, but we have the power to speak life and death and we've had life and death spoken to us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, and we, and we tend to grasp onto the death part. Yep. And, and hold on to that. Um, What we need to do is get life and, respond to that correct and we have to let go of that other stuff and take on to the life and so but you have to unlearn and get rid of all that stuff but that means you have to put a bunch of good stuff in there and i know that that comes um from scripture and but that takes a long time it to does learn take a long that time. and to accept that and to say okay what is it that you're going to teach me today. And it's not going to happen overnight. It doesn't happen from December 31st to January 1st or from, okay, July 17th to July 18th or whatever it is. And you, there's just this, there is this freedom to take your time. And what I've learned about Christ and, um, and about the father and about the spirit is that they are patient and that they are, they're they want to take their time to teach me and if they're not in any hurry then why am I in such a hurry to get it all perfected right now right and they're willing to take their time on this journey with me and if I would just slow down and um, be patient with myself it'll be okay it will be okay and I can just take a deep breath and know that they have it under control
2: sorry take a deep breath I wish I could take a deep breath right now yes okay wish <laughs> I'm I'm having trouble breathing right I'm going to the doctor tomorrow yes, I'm yes. just just gonna say it um I'm really envious of my husband just driving himself to the ER no <laughs> I told Sarah that at lunch I'm like okay so last week I made or two weeks whenever that was I made fun of my husband um even here at home, just for, I'm like, OK, so that's the only way you can go get a physical. Right. And for a few weeks now, I've been having this issue and I'm finally doing something about it. And I'm now that I'm ready to figure out what is going on, I'm just like, it'd be so much easier to just go into the ER, tell them I can't breathe. Yes. <laughs> and go from there. Yeah. Like, how much easier would that be than have to wait until tomorrow right. and go to the doctor that I don't really like, who I don't think is really going to listen to me. If I don't get the results that I want tomorrow, I may just drive to the ER. There you go. Just so you know. I may call well, you tomorrow if, and be
0: like... Well, if you do, let me know.
2: And then you won't have to clean your
0: house because you can come sit with me. I still have to clean my house, but I'll just do it in the middle of the night. I'm just teasing. I wouldn't do that. Um, yes, she would. And you right, better. I would. Okay. okay. Because as Professor Allen says, we need to let others serve us. I need us. to let you serve me. That's correct. And you better.
2: Now, I will. if someone offers something, I am more... But you still have to humble yourself. I know, and that and that's what I'm working on. I know. Like I, I if you offer something, I'm not going to deny you that and, and say no. <laughs> but it's not likely that I'm going to ask for it. Why?
0: Why do we? It's
2: not just why you. do we do why that? Do we have. That? I have
0: no idea. Because here's the thing, and I, I would do anything for
2: you. I know you would.
0: I'd catch a grenade for
2: you. <laughs> I tell my daughter all the time. The song was on the radio earlier, and. <laughs> I'm like, (laughs) so then I start praying for my daughter because I've really probably, I've really probably just ruined her because she'll sing that song by Bruno Mars. She'll sing grenade and I'll be like, okay, no, they will not (laughs) catch a grenade for you. They will not throw their head on a blade for you. (laughs) They're not going to do it. And then I'm thinking, okay, so I really should start telling her that someday there will probably be one. Who would do that?
0: You know what I said to her, don't you?
2: What'd you say to her?
0: <laughs> when, when you said that.
2: Oh, yes. Go ahead. Tell him. I said somebody already has. Exactly. It was Jesus. Jesus already did. And that's really all that matters. He's the man for you. He is. He's the man for you, Megs. That's all you need right now. She told me the other day she wants a boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, what have I told? Oh, so we had a boyfriend although we're not allowed to consider him an ex-boyfriend because it only lasted two days. Yeah, I Right, so that doesn't really count, right? Mm -hmm. But she comes home from school, and she says to me, she she gets in the car, and she's like, Mom. So he asked me out again. He did. And this time, and I said, really, what'd you say? And she's, I said, yes. And she smiles really big. Okay, so she's had this... this was, um, n- um, I guess, a week and a half, two okay. weeks ago. Okay. And so she's had this crush on this boy for a long time. Um, he's asked her out a couple of times, and she said no. And then um, she had, he had asked her out, and she was going to tell him yes at the school dance. But then he had another girlfriend, like a girl had asked him. Right and they're 12 I mean right. right so so then Megan was really upset because he had said yes to this other girl and so the next time he asked her out she said yes she gets in the car and she's telling me this and she's like I said yes and I said really why what made this time different and she goes cause he's just party." and I'm like have I not taught you anything <laughs> have I you absolutely nothing, you've learned nothing from me, haven't you? Because <laughs> he's pretty. She said purdy the first time, though. Yeah, so anyway, she broke or he broke up with her at seven thirty in the morning on a Sunday through a text message. <laughs> so she says that doesn't count, that he was not a boyfriend. Right.
0: So, but they're not back together, right?
2: No, but he texts her like all the time. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought.
2: Yeah, all the time he texts her. Okay, can I tell the story about Absolutely. the text?
0: So like, so when I'm here on Monday, she she um she had to text him to ask for somebody's number. Yes. So so she says, what? Someone says number. He texts her back and it says 15. She's like, 15? What, was, what kind of number is that? I said, I bet you he's giving you his sports number. Yes. And she's like, that is his sports number. I'm like, typical boy. I mean, it's just <laughs> so funny. I just thought that was hilarious because because the reason I know that is because I have a boy yes. and that's all, and that's, sports. And it's sports. That's, it just cracked me up. I was thinking how my son would think. Yes. And yeah, he gave him fit. his sports number, that's not hilarious. his phone number. Oh, and that's that's the difference between boys and girls. And, right. I could, and I was just thinking how my almost 12-year-old son would be thinking. And that's exactly sports number. Sports number speaking of luke um i don't know if i'm going to make it through raising him just because of i think i'm going to die from asphyxiation from old spice and axe <laughs> <laughs> holy moly i ever thought i wondered if like we were going to um like teach hygiene and now that he's gotten the idea of hygiene i i really <laughs> he's really got the idea. He's of hygiene. Really got it. <laughs> so this morning he came down and he said, Hey mom, how do I smell? I was like, it's good. But I, I mean, I can't really, I mean, I was being honest. He didn't really, he used his dad's cologne, okay. which I didn't really smell a whole lot. Cause normally he like, like sprays himself down. I think he takes a bath and the stuff and he's like, Oh, okay. The next thing I turn around, He's upstairs, and he comes down, and before he's even down the stairs, I smell the child coming. I was like, oh, I should have just said he smelled really good, but I didn't want to lie to him, and I should have just said that he smelled really good, and I was like, his teachers have to think that, like, I make him, (laughs) or if all of the kids are spraying themselves like that, his teachers have to have headaches. (laughs) I have no idea who he is trying to impress, but it has to be somebody. That is so funny. Oh my goodness. The affix. I mean, really, I think that I'm going to die of asphyxiation.
2: So the radio this morning was um, talking about, I guess the red book is polling people for this article that they're going to be doing, or maybe, maybe it's in the newest red book. I don't know. I've, I've missed part of the thing, but it was things that you wish, you could tell other people about your kids. Uh All right. And so after they read like the top ones from the magazine, which I don't really remember what they were, then they had listeners call in and for you to tell things that you wish you could tell other people about your kids. And this one totally fits. (laughs) This lady calls in and she's like, okay, I wish that I could tell everyone that my kids get dressed like hours after I'm already at work. So I have no say in what they put on their body whatsoever. Amen. And that um if they don't have the common sense to put on a coat when it's cold outside. <laughs> I know. If they're cold, they'll put on a coat. That is exactly right. I
0: have no idea why I it's my job to fight my kids to put on a coat if they choose not to wear a coat. They choose, I mean, I'm not going to fight them. If they want to be cold, they'll be cold. Absolutely. I'm not going to fight them on it.
2: Absolutely. So if you don't want them, and this goes to the school, because the school tells my kids all the time, if you don't have appropriate attire, then you can't go outside, you know, for recess or whatever. Then they don't go outside for recess. Then they don't go
0: outside. That is a natural consequence. Absolutely. I love natural consequences in parenting. Mm -hmm. If you don't have your homework, you don't have your homework. So you sit there in class and you do it you don't have recess or whatever but it's not my job to continue to hold their hand I'm not going to be there when they're 25 making sure they get their work right. done at right. their work that is not my job as their parent my job is to get them to the place where they have personal responsibility exactly there are natural consequences there to are. that and it is so hard to teach that I'm trying to raise a responsible adult mm-hmm. you know I They're not adults now. I mean, I can do my part and say this needs to be done, but if if my kids don't listen to me, then I can't do anything. Oh, let me tell you a little bit on that. Do we have time for this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I get a note from Lydia. Well, actually, I'm going, she comes home from school and I'm, and she says, I cleaned out my desk today. I was like, oh, that's great. I'm glad to cleaned out your desk. So was the pile of papers. Right. I'm like, do you not have to do this all the time? But I'm again. I'm not going to right. argue with her. She just so she brings home this pile of papers. So I'm going through there and checking all her papers. They're she's she's done a great job on them. But there's this note about this that I've that I was supposed to help with career day. I don't remember ever volunteering to help with the career day. It was for the fourth graders. I don't have a child in fourth grade, but somehow I got volunteered <laughs> to help with career day. I was like, all right. So I was fine doing that. Yeah. That would have been fine. Um, and I was and I was going to be there from from a specific time to specific time on this specific day. So I put it to the side. I go through the rest of Lydia's papers and I'm looking at it. And then I go back and I read the details on the paper. I was supposed to be there on January 10th. I got the paper on January 17th. Right. I was like, (laughs) what in the world? I'm like, how am I supposed to be someplace that I don't even know that I'm supposed to be at? You know, it's like, they entrusted my second grader to bring home. That's their mistake. I understand that, but right. they entrusted my second grader to bring home, telling me that I was supposed to be somewhere that I didn't even know. I volunteered to be at, and I was like, "Oh, gracious!" So I, so I sent them an email and said, sent this particular uh, person an email and said, "I'm really," I said. I would have loved to have been able to help you, but I just received this and I still haven't heard back from them, but I'm just like, (laughs) it's just like that kind of stuff. With And
2: it's the 25th. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just the kind of things with like um, with kids that they don't think that kind of stuff through. They really don't. And you know why? Because they're seven and 11 and they like to spray old spice and Axe all over themselves. And I think they've affixated their brain cells so they can't think.
2: They can't think because they can't breathe. Correct.
0: The oxygen is not going all the way to the top. They can't breathe. That is the problem. That's I think, my problem. I think that I have diagnosed adolescents, the problems of all adolescents. They can't breathe through the mist of Old Spice and Axe. That is the problem. If we would just
2: get rid of that. We'd be good. We'd be good. I know Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I know it. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead. We're going to go a little bit over today, but okay. I'm going to go ahead and play this last voicemail because I know that it's been here Okay, perfect for, for a while. So this one is Stephanie.
3: Hi, this is Stephanie from McKinney, Texas, and this is feedback for Authentic Life Radio. Um, I was listening to the most recent episode um, from Sarah and Stephanie, and the part I just got done listening to was about McKenna's room and the paper. <laughs> so I just thought I would share a thought with you um, when I was McKenna's age, maybe a little bit older, I was a paper hoarder. I had to keep everything, every worksheet from school, every art project, every test, every quiz, every you know thing I put a stamp on or a sticker on, um, and it was all over my room. So one day my mom took me to the office supply store, and we bought hanging files to put in my desk, and I was so proud. They were purple. We had labeled them. Um, and so I could keep all of my papers, and yet my mom could walk into my room um, and actually see my room, and I could do my homework on my desk and actually see my desk. So my thought was uh, maybe, um, as in, I don't know, a New Year's resolution starting January 1st, have McKenna write the date on every single thing that she wants to keep, every piece of paper. Um, you know, at six years old or seven years old. Learning how to you know write the date on everything at school, anyway, so that might be good practice or something. But anyways, maybe you could make um, file folders or hanging files for every month, so that every month, um, every time the kid you know draws on a piece of paper or staples them together in a book, um, she can file them in that month, so that she's able to, um, I guess, harness her paper hoarding tendency. <laughs> And um, keep all those things that she wants to. Yet they're somewhat organized. If you guys are willing to look through them just for fun, she might kind of have a sense of ownership of having her own organized, you know, file box or storage box or whatnot. Um, and yet you guys can still enjoy being in her room <laughs> um, without having to go through a mass of paper. So it's just a thought, um, especially since you guys truly do enjoy how creative she is and. And her um, hoarding tendencies, as you guys were talking about um, in the episode. So um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and I look forward to you listening next week. Thanks so much.
2: Thanks, Stephanie. That's awesome. I love that. And it goes I with your it. year of order. It really does. It really does. It really, truly does. It's and like, then... It's a whole year of order. Of order. And then Stephanie, at the end of the year... that's a great year, idea, Stephanie from right, Texas. I think at the end of the year, then she could go through each folder and pick, like two or three mm-hmm. and we can have a folder for the year and yeah it be like these are my favorite you know
0: of 2012 12, uh, right of your year of order I love it that is incredible I, I love, love that it too. thank
2: you so much Stephanie um that will help in one aspect the other thing I have to do is my daughter just has too much and she refuses to put it away so I need to figure out what I'm gonna take away mm-hmm just take it out of the equation so that it's not a problem. And
0: there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying I have too much of something and I need to get rid of it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing
2: wrong with that. And I am happy to help her come to that (laughs) decision. Um, because she's six and you know,
0: that's what moms do.
2: That's what, that's what we do. Right. So, um, thank you guys so much for being on this journey with us. And, um, and it is a journey isn't it it is a journey and it's not meant to happen overnight
0: nope because we go through a lot and we grow through a lot don't that's we?
2: gonna be the title of this episode
0: awesome well, i
2: love it yeah i love it and we do and it is it is it is how life happens mm-hmm. it truly is and i'm
0: glad that i get to do it with you my friend
2: As am I with you.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good. It's fun.
2: It is. It's tons of fun. So thank you guys for being on this journey with us. Um, Thank you for bearing with us as we went a little over an hour today. And um, we'll be back next week with a whole new bunch of crazy to share with you. Yeah, because we be crazy. Because we be crazy, man. Let me tell you. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. We love you guys.